Welcome to the Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go farther in your walk with Jesus Christ and to never, ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Christ. How's everybody doing today? This is Douglas Boyd. This is the Inspired Podcast. How are you? Are you living blessed today? Because you should be. Because God is on your side. This is the Inspired Podcast. We want to thank you so much for being with us today. And if this podcast is a blessing to you, please consider subscribing to us and take it a step further than that. If it's a blessing to you, please invite your family, your friends, your fellow church folk to be part of our podcast. It's all about the Word of God, and the Inspire Podcast exists to be an encouragement, to edify, to lift up the body of Christ, to encourage you to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. That's what we're here for. That's what we do. A few weeks ago, I believe it was a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the gift of encouragement. And today, we are going to talk about the gift of mercy. God desires mercy. He desires for us to be merciful. Oh, how easy it is to judge others and not show mercy, isn't it? It's so easy to be the one to cast that first stone, but that's not what God would have us to do. Today we talk about mercy. Why don't we jump off into the Word today? The gift of mercy. Matthew chapter 9, verse 10 through 13. Let's read it today. And as Jesus reclined at the table at the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard it, he said, Those that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Last week, or a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the gift of encouragement. Encouraging others. Encouraging each other. And I asked a question. I asked you to think about those that are closest to you. And I asked you, do they see you as an encourager? I ask the same question today of mercy. Do those that know you the best see you as a merciful, loving, and forgiving person? One of the greatest attributes that Jesus had was his, his beautiful ability to be merciful to those who were sick, to those who were bound by sin, to those that were lost and undone. He was merciful. A blind man came to Jesus and said, If you want to heal me, you can. Jesus said, I want to. I believe that was actually a man with leprosy. And Jesus said, I want to. Jesus saw a woman whose son had died and his heart broke for her. And he raised the young man to life. 
all because of his mercy and compassion. A woman was brought to him who was caught in the act of adultery. Always wondered where the man was. The law said that she should die, that she should be stoned. But Jesus had mercy on her. Jesus loved her. Jesus met Mary Magdalene, and she was full of demons, the Bible said, seven evil spirits. And Jesus had mercy on her and gave her deliverance, and she became one of his most loyal followers. Over and over and over in the word, Jesus had mercy. Jesus had love, and Jesus had compassion for people. But maybe the greatest example of his love and mercy was what he spoke from the cross as he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus says to all of us today, I desire mercy. I desire compassion. I desire forgiveness. And we should follow his example. How many remember the story of Joseph in the Old Testament? We're not talking about favor today, but notice how no matter what happened to Joseph, no matter how slammed he was in life, he stayed true to God and God gave him favor. That's a lesson in itself. Psalm 23 and verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all of the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Joseph's life, goodness and mercy always followed him, always was with him, and goodness and mercy will follow us if we will stay walking with Jesus Christ. Joseph, what an incredible story, folks. What an incredible story. Joseph's story is, is so amazing. You know the story how his brothers threw him into a pit. They sold him into slavery. They lied to their father and said that a wild animal had killed him. And It's been nearly 20 years and Joseph is speaking Egyptian and using an interpreter. And they have no, his brothers are before him. The famine is going on and they come to Joseph for help. They have no idea who is standing in front of them. So let's read it. Genesis 42 and 21. Speaking among themselves, they said, Clearly we are being punished for what we did to Joseph long ago. We saw his anguish when he pleaded for his life, but we wouldn't listen. Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy, Reuben said? But you wouldn't listen, and now we have to answer for his blood. Of course they didn't. Uh, know that Joseph understood them for he had been speaking to them through an interpreter. Now, verse 24, now he turned away from them and he began to weep. Joseph's heart was broke because he knew what his brothers had done to him but he also loved his brothers and he was willing to show mercy. Then in their next meeting, this happened. Genesis 43 and verse 29. Then Joseph looked at his brother Benjamin, the son of his own mother. Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about, Joseph asked? May God be gracious to you, my son. Then Joseph hurried from the room because he was overcome with emotion for his brother. He went to his private room where he broke down and wept. Let's jump to Genesis 45 and verse 1. Joseph could, no long, could stand it no longer. 
There were many people in the room, and he said to his attendants, Out, all of you. Then he broke down and he wept. He wept so loudly that the Egyptians could hear him, and the word of it spread quickly to Pharaoh's palace. Verse 3, Joseph says to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless. Verse 4, Joseph says, Please come closer. And he said again, I am Joseph, whom you sold. And then, But then he tells them, But I'm here and I'm alive and I'm here to save you and bring you great deliverance. Verse 14, it says that he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck and wept. And Benjamin wept on his neck. Moreover, he kissed all of his brethren and wept upon them. Man, this is such a beautiful example of mercy. It's a beautiful type and shadow of how Jesus forgives us and has compassion on us and mercy on us. It's a beautiful illustration of the prodigal son and the love that his father had for him in Luke 15. Joseph's brothers did not deserve mercy. They did not deserve forgiveness. They didn't deserve Joseph's love. Just like we don't deserve God's mercy, grace, and love. But yet he freely gives it anyway as Joseph did. Joseph showed mercy at a time when he could have shown judgment, just like God is with us. Joseph showed forgiveness at a time when he deserved to show unforgiveness. But thank God Joseph didn't give them what they deserved. And thank God the Lord doesn't give us what we deserve. Thank God the prodigal son, the prodigal son's father didn't give him what he deserved. Mercy. Everybody that's listening out there, just say it. Listen to the beautiful sound of the word. Mercy. Love, compassion, favor, goodness, grace, forgiveness. If God shows mercy, if Joseph showed mercy, shouldn't we show mercy to those that are around us? I've seen people in church, people that are supposed to be Christians say, I just can't get over what so-and-so did to me. Oh, really? How long ago was that? And they'll reply, oh, it was about 30 years ago. What? You're holding on to it that long and they drag that baggage around with them everywhere they go. Unforgiveness. Bitterness. No, God has called us to mercy. God has called us to be merciful. Church, we've got to let it go. If you're holding on to something, you've got to let it go. We've got to forgive. We've got to stop digging up dead bones that need to stay buried. Forgive. Show compassion. Show mercy. Mark 11 and 25, Jesus said, And when you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against another, forgive, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your trespasses as well. Did you hear that? If we live a life where we don't forgive, where we don't show mercy, we are tying the hands of God in our lives and our prayers will not be heard. 
That's not me talking. That's Jesus talking. I repeat that. Let me say that again. If we live a life where we don't forgive, where we don't show mercy, we are tying the hands of God and our prayers will not be heard. When we go to God in prayer, it cannot be with a dark heart of bitterness. It can't be while having the poison of forgiveness, of unforgiveness in our hearts. I was angry with an individual once in church and I felt hurt and abused and used and and I prayed for this individual and my prayer was like, Lord, shake him over hell on a rotted stick. Folks, that's not showing mercy. The Lord wants us to be clean. The Lord wants us to be clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ wants to change you from the inside out. He wants to change your life and then through you change the lives of those around you. Matthew 5 and 7 says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. This is from the Sermon on the Mount, the first public sermon that Jesus preached. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus lets us know who he is and who he wants us to become. And one of those things is merciful. You need to shout it today. You need to praise the Lord today. You need to shout it from the rooftop. This isn't for everyone. Some will reject this. This is a radical message. This is contrary to what the world says to do. The world says lash out. The world says get even. The world says fight back. The world says get even. The world says hit them before they hit you. Jesus says show mercy. Show mercy. Ephesians 2 verse 4 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has made us alive with Christ. By grace are you saved. The Lord doesn't just have mercy. Folks, he is rich in mercy. He abounds in mercy. Romans 12, verse 17 says, Recompense to no man evil for evil. Verse 20, Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he thirsts, give him a drink. Verse 21, Do not be overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 13, verse 8 says, Owe no man anything but for your obligation to love one another. For he that loves another has fulfilled the law. Verse 10, Love works no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Love, mercy, goodness to people. Our Lord is the source of all mercy, of all grace, of all forgiveness. And we are to to imitate our God. We are to strive to to be like him do you want to be like him today do you want to be like Jesus I don't know about about you but I do 
I want to be someone that shows mercy. Our Lord is the source of all mercy, of all grace, of all forgiveness. It's amazing how even Christians will find an excuse to be cruel and to not show mercy. It's sad and it's a stench in the nostrils of God. Jesus says, Have mercy. Jesus says, Have mercy. How many families would be mended if mercy were shown? How many marriages would be saved if mercy and forgiveness were displayed? How many friendships would be mended if mercy were shown? When people look at us, they should always say, those are the sweetest, nicest, most forgiving people I've ever seen. My friend, if there is any unforgiveness in your heart, take care of that right now. Go to God. If there's any bitterness within you, God will give you the grace to forgive. God will give you the grace to be merciful if you'll ask Him to help you. Heavenly Father, we just praise you today. We thank you for the gift of mercy. We thank you that we are called to be like our Heavenly Father, full full of grace and mercy and compassion and love, full of forgiveness for those that are downtrodden, for those that have blown it. Lord, there are so many Christians out there that have made mistakes and they've given up and they don't think that you can touch them again, but I know that you can because you're a merciful God and we should show mercy ourselves. Lord, I give you praise today. Lord, give us a heart that is merciful. In Jesus' name, amen. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe to us. Invite your family and your friends. Let them be part of our podcast family. And until next time, May God's greatest and His best be yours in Christ Jesus. Yes, that is who you are.